in the UK, 5am on the Eastern Coast and midday in Cape Town and welcome to the show. This is, well, what is this? It's Thursday, so it must be. Welcome to the show. And, uh, oh, tech stuffy. Uh, welcome to the show and uh, during the course of the next hour, we're going to be discussing topics from the UK and around the world that have caught our eye during the last seven days and uh, look forward to what's happening next week or not. And uh, I just want to tell you about something that's happening later today. Uh, we're on day four of five days live, it being Thursday, and we're live uh, later today, 3 p.m. East, 3 p.m. in the UK, 2 p.m. Eastern, well, you know where I'm coming from. Let's be joined by, uh, well, I saw Stephen a moment ago, but I do know that Peter's here. So uh, let's say hello to Peter. Hello, Peter. Can't hear, can't hear you. Okay. Ah, it's flicked a switch. Still can't hear you. If you can hear Peter, uh, Right, okay, and Corinda's talking about, uh, can you talk about what's been happening with Pakistan and India? Uh, okay. Um, right, Peter's gone. Let's make sure that Peter's bike. I can hear you now. Okay. Always good. And I'm talking about a new microphone, but obviously it's not working. <laughs> so. After all, all right, I okay. I don't think it's got a microphone jack, it's got a hearing jack, but it hasn't got another one. Oh, so, I'm looking okay. fight today. Am I looking okay, Peter? As always, you're looking simply awesome okay. in your new studio. Where are you today? Uh, well, I'm, I'm in my new office, <laughs> my new office. <laughs> yeah, do you? Uh, this, this is this is catching. Joel Conn did a show yesterday, and right. he had a virtual background. So we're actually influencing the influencers. Yeah. He had a virtual background. Hello, John. Hi. Right. Okay. Uh, now, where do we begin? Where's something... Red? Is he joining us later, or? He came and went. All right. So I'm presuming he's trying to get back in. Okay, now we've got a topic that Corinda has suggested, and uh, can you guys talk about what has been happening with Pakistan and India? Hmm. Well, well, been that, somebody bombed somebody, somebody bombed somebody back, somebody got shot down, somebody got handed back. That's about it, isn't it? <laughs> it's all to do with the British Empire. It certainly British is, Empire. Peter. And when you give the British Empire, give it back, the, 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 the British government decided to give Kashmir east side, I think it is, to India, and the other side to Pakistan. And yeah. uh, basically, they've been fighting ever since, uh, saying that one of them owns it. So yeah. there's always clashes at the border. And uh, 44, I think it's Pakistan, I think 40, no, wait a minute, 44... Uh, Indian yep. got blown up. Soldiers were killed, so they, they responded in the air with an air dogfight, and uh, basically one was killed, and Pakistani was killed. And got some background noise from somewhere. Yes, then Stephen, come on. Stephen Silk. Yeah, we've got and, background um, noise, Stephen. So basically, um, and, that, and that's it. So they had a dogfight, and uh, the um, the Pakistani the Indians uh, uh, the pilot uh, it was all nice and friendly because the Air Force people do that sort of thing jolly hockey sticks and he was handed back over and that's been the end of the matter so far but Kashmir has been going on for years and has not got it settled it, it did actually in the end get split into three. Part of the northern area actually got ceded to China. Okay. Forty-two percent is India, thirty-seven percent Pakistan, and twenty percent is China. 
So right. it's the three worst split. Um, but you, you're right, Peter. We created a situation that is still trying to resolve itself so many years later. You see, and this, be careful. This is just tells you in the world, be careful what you wish for, because they said, hey, right, we're giving you back India. And look what happened after that. Thousands of people were killed. Mm. Uh, everybody claiming uh, their own territory, etc., etc. So be careful what you wish for. That's true. Hello, Stephen. He's frozen. Frozen. Okay. Right. I know. I thought the sound had gone. <laughs> I'll work that bit out and say good morning to Tish. Good morning, Tish. Uh, and we've got Mr. Silk trying to come back in again. And I'll bring him back in as soon as. Right. Okay. Now, last night, something that has never happened before happened. Uh, I know it's football, Peter. Apologies for this. But Manchester United beat PSG. And uh, John? Um, well, yeah. How can they not give Solskjaer or however you pronounce his damn name um, the job now? <laughs> there, I mean, there was a. Yeah. It was a new record, isn't it? Because no one has ever come back from 2-0 down before. That, indeed, indeed. And there's a beautiful photograph of uh, Solskjaer and Cantona and the manager who remained the best manager ever at Old Trafford. Who's, yeah. Stephen, hello. Hi, hi, hi. They're all fist pumping. Yeah. With Your thoughts, Stephen? The karate kid. My thoughts on Manchester United. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think we better move on. From that. <laughs> All right. Congratulations to the team. And to uh, we hope, from a, a fan's point of view, that Solskjaer does get the job, John and I. Okay. So, some more serious matters then. Um, and satisfaction with the NHS has hit. 11 year low they do keep uh, records of polls that are done every year about the nhs and it's taken quite a dip in the poll that was actually conducted in july last year but if, if i speak to you each in turn that's not our experience of the nhs is it no um well generally no i mean i've recently had um, <coughs> not be very impressed with them, but on the other hand, I've had an occasion that they've been bloody superb. Is that so, a you know, local GP level that you've been unimpressed? Or no, it's, um, the administration of um, a hospital in Birmingham um, cancelling operations with um, 36 hours notice twice it gets a bit <laughs> it, it gets a bit draining but then when i spoke to the holiday i think it's a holiday in holiday in in birmingham where we booked a room for the night um and we booked we booked, we booked one of these sort of cheap no frills one night no refund no change deals and twice they said yeah we'll change straight away <laughs> No, no, no equivocation whatsoever. No problem at all. So I was really pleased that Holiday Inn uh, jumped, jumped to attention and delivered fantastic customer service. Which hospital? Birmingham. Which hospital in Birmingham? Children's. The children's. Luckily, he's, he's had no, the, the operation was a success, and um, we're, we're really pleased with the with the job that they did it's just that as ever with both the nhs and with some private um experiences uh admin has been shocking and you know sort of just knowing where pieces of paper are at any one time the real challenge with nhs so whether so i i'm i'm still a huge fan of what they do absolutely am but um, i think we all got we've all got horror stories some a lot worse than what I've been doing. I mean, I've got to say good things because, as you know, Celia's had heart problems and shaping. It's yeah. just Mojangles, Davey Fix. But 
there was an 11 day period where from the consultant to the GP simply passing an updated prescription. <laughs> and in the end, that delayed her from having her, her treatment, she won't let me call it an operation, treatment from before Christmas to after Christmas, which meant her Christmas was pretty crap, to be honest, because she was wheezing and all that. So, I think the thing is that we think we tend to think of the NHS as being the perfect solution. And in what, 99% of the time, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. It absolutely is perfect. And I think, and, and how many are we? 65 million people. Yep. that they're serving you know it's just an immense for, for what would appear to be not a huge, is it a huge amount of money in the scheme of things i don't know what the budget is but it's a it, you know because you get you, you, your outcome is either you're fixed or you're not isn't it so it's a binary thing you, it's either a mm -hmm. perfect job or well no no there's there's three outcomes isn't there you get fixed you don't get fixed or you're gone. <laughs> well, yes. I was, I was maybe working the second into the third, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a funny thing going on. I just have to say it. Uh, Pete looks to me like a, um, should we say, a mature Tim Cook with his hair like that, his, his designer glasses and his state-of-the-art Californian <laughs> Google type. Um, Are you trying to say he looks gay? <laughs> Tim Cook does happen to be gay, by the way. Yeah, but my point is. <laughs> Who's Tim Cook? Oh, that oh, went well. God. That went very well. What? Yeah, that went well. Anyhow, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you on an iPad? Too many, no, I'm in my oh, office. Too many, too many people speaking at one time. <laughs> right, okay, Peter, your thoughts on the NHS? Just one thing, Stephen, if you don't mind. That's the best time, best response I've heard you. Are you in an iPad? No, I'm in the office. Um, but the thing is that Tim Cook was, and Tim Cook is the CEO of Apple, Peter. Oh, oh Tim he, Apple. Hey, Tim Apple. He's according to Donald Trump today. So the Orange yeah. Monster yesterday, I just like to introduce Tim Apple, and I thought you utter, and then you can imagine oh. the words. That, okay. it's close, even, it just. Yeah, the, the word CEO. I think the word might rhyme with anchor. Um, Peter, the NHS. <laughs> NHS. Jeremy rhyming slang. With a W to the four, yeah. NHS. In my area, I couldn't fault it. Only the, the, only the Scottish government waiting time held me up for my appointment. Three months, that's the waiting time. And that's been set down by the Scottish government, not by the National Health. So I can't fault it for what I've done. I paid my money in, and when I needed it, I was able to use it. So yes, I can. My only problem is now, um, the, the problem is now, I used to be able to phone and get an appointment the next day or the same day. Now I can't get an appointment from my doctor until next Friday. Same here. Uh, and I won't see the normal for 15 years oh, yeah, well, they wait for a doctor's appointment. Yeah, so now they're talking about you want to pay for a doctor on Skype for a quick 20 quid. I would do it. Yeah. Our, our or my doctor says if you can't get an appointment, go to the chemist because nine times out of ten they'll be able to help you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that, that's my view. Now, going back to the orange monster, as you call them, a man who has brought down uh, the, the working back. He's got more black people in employment. He's done a lot of good for that country. And all you want to do is bring that man down. Any chance you've got, right. okay. he'll get voted in. Can we cut him off? I, 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 I do have to, just a minute, I just do have to highlight something. Um, we sort of, talk about our own prime minister and we give our opinions and they're not always good. The problem that we had last week after the show is that uh, somebody was watching the replay from the USA right? and she said, I was engaged in the show until you talked about my president. And go. then she legged it. 
Okay. So I'm not saying we should be oversensitive, but I'm just acknowledging the fact that we also uh, are honest about our own government. Okay, continue. Just before that, well, did you see anything we'll be sticking up for him? We I, just ignored you when you stuck up for him, so yeah, don't all, worry about it. <laughs> all all, all I, we got was the comment, uh, I was enjoying it until you started talking about my president. So. Did we say bye-bye? Oh, yeah. That was interesting. So, but the thing is, does that mean we've got to stop talking about it? No, no. absolutely bloody not. No, I'm just go. making you aware. Um, well, if you are looking in, in the slide, this, whoever this, you are, come yeah. back. Come is back it anybody that we, we know on a regular basis, Stephen, or just someone? No, they tell us they tell us straight. Okay. So if you are happen to watch in again, don't come back to me. I'll keep you right. Don't worry about it. Right. No, we've got a situation where we have our live audience, who we love, and then yeah. we get about 50, 60 people who watch the show afterwards. Do they and, watch all of it, Steve? Sorry? Do they watch all of it? Some people do. Wow. Have you never watched oh, it back nice. yourself you the next day, Stephen? Have you never watched it back the next day and thought, no. I no. wish I'd never yeah. said that? <laughs> every week, every week. <laughs> I, gen I generally tend to watch it on a Friday. I just have it on in the background while I'm doing some work, right, listening rather than watching. <laughs> and if you do it, you realise, God, did we say some silly things? I'm sure, I'm sure. This week, <laughs> this week, I've got a guy. He, he pulls my side at BNI and he says, Peter, why do you go on in your own and just speak with the background? This is just my way of having a chat with people because I don't see yes, a lot of people. But that, I'm yeah. trying to realise that more and more. It's not and about our audience. We proved that. You know, we and don't get that many people over two years. Is it two years we're doing it? It's about a lot, really. Three, if we go right back to the very beginning. Yeah. So, just to continue that, so... Um, two, two of you, This guy says, be careful, Peter, because you're not. And then other people say, I enjoy your little chats on the internet. And so, what do you No, people see me, and all the time I'm saying, listen, get over to my pest control Facebook page and things like that. So I'm going to carry on doing it. Well, Steve, Stephen knows that, uh, I think it was probably a month ago, I did my first podcast, recorded my mm. first podcast, and I've had good feedback from it so far from the people I've let have a look, a listen. And we've got the second one this afternoon. We, we, we're cutting the second one tomorrow, uh, this afternoon. So um, the, we'll be launching it. I guess in the next few weeks, and uh, Steam's kindly agreed to be a, a victim on number three. So, um, mm. well, we'll get round to all of us in time. So, but it, as I said, I don't. We, we, we've. I've always said on this thing. I, I just don't know why people listen and tune in. But at the end of the day, I don't really care because it's about us now. To be honest, um, I just I just enjoy doing it. Indeed, and, and and just to, to go that Tish watches the repeats all the time, they're yeah. old and new episodes, and we are, and you, you've got to take this, uh, you know, this is Tish, highly entertaining, so there you are, Stephen, people are watching us, because it's not just giving the news, we're actually... Because uh, we're four old hearts making fools of ourselves. <laughs> no, but that's what we're not, and, and the thing is, we don't bloody care. No, no, no. In that bad way, we, we are we're entertaining ourselves as much as anything else. We've got a, a team of people, we're a team, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Um, and we to support each other, um, which yeah. is the way it works. And we have uh discussions outside of this show. Um, yeah, for all you know, there may be a TV program watching us and get us on one day, and we could be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> you're already on the TV, mate. It's just fake TV. <laughs> no, second delay. If if you wish, Peter, we could go on Roku. What's that? Show. All right, okay. If you don't, you've never heard of it, then we're not going there. No. Uh, we could be we could be TV stars, but it's a bit it's a bit like writing your own book and self-publishing it. 
In other words, you bear all the costs and it's then up to you to actually get the revenue. Yeah, but we, we, we could create our own Amazon TV channel. Mm -hmm. No yeah. way. Yeah. So you just it's never not that expensive either, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have a look at that. By the way, John, just to let you know, the resolution for this is the resolution you sent me. Right. Yeah, it's um, 1920-1080. Right, and talking of, of resolutions um, and photographic resolutions, there has been a problem with Facebook images. Uh, when you actually create a show on Be Live for three days, you weren't able to add an image to it. Now you can. Everything's working perfectly. It works perfectly on desktop and on mobile. Dimensions are 1280 by 720, so if you've got a chef to do your own, always use those dimensions and things will work. Right, to more serious uh, business for a moment. Um, mm -hmm. And this is knife crime. And they try and give it a link between pupils excluded from school. Being... I mean, this is something which At one time, it was it was it was tied into gang warfare mm -hmm. in the major cities. Now we're going beyond that. So I'd welcome your thoughts. Uh, I think they've got to learn what punishment is. Now, notice they've put you don't hear about any more acid attacks. Do you know why? Because the last person got ten years, and the and the dad that just done it to his child has been given. 15, 17 16 years, years, yeah. 16 years. And that's what they need. Line them up the same name. 10 years go. What's your, to see what he got? You're getting the same. That's what you need to do with them, right? Next. next. You'll say, oh my, oh, hand in your knives now. You have been warned. These people, look at these people. Tell them, ask them in five years what it's like. And you're like, that'll stop it. That's my liberal view in it. You're conservative. You can't be liberal. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy you, God, you guys have knife bins on the street? No. No. In Birmingham, we have knife bins. There's not hundreds of them, but there's about half a dozen of them strategically placed around the city. Yeah, you can put a, a knife in the bin, can't be taken back out again and you know with your hand and um, no questions asked. And they get I haven't guys, I haven't heard your answers to the problem. You'll be lucky to get an answer. Nobody else has got an answer, not even you. But how Glasgow tackled knife crime. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to... Trust Scots to come up with an answer. <laughs> I'm going to put a link for everybody so you can look at the article either now or afterwards. Uh, but there was a major problem in Glasgow. And they reclassified it as being an illness. Mm -hmm. And took it from there. So I haven't read the article myself. I'm going to... At some point, if not today, uh, tomorrow. Um, and this is the approach that is being suggested. Was an alternative to your uh, set an example, Peter? I think a combination of both might be required. In the, in the olden days, they used to have the Glasgow Razor Gangs, and there was a judge there put an end to it. He just jailed them. He, I think he gave them 10 years apiece. Next. And the world sort of grew and said, oh, not going in front of that judge. You get 10 years, by the way. Is that, is that for possession? Is that for possession? Pardon? Is that for possession? I think it was possession. Many of the Glasgow Razor Gangs, and it put an end to it. Put an end to it. End We're still getting people shot in Birmingham. Yeah, I know. That's the point. So as, as um, is gun crime still an issue in the big cities? Well, we, there have been at least five shootings since Christmas. Wow. In Solihull? No, no, in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. 
Certainly, hell, we don't. I don't think we have a history of shooting. We've only had a double murder uh, and no other murders for yonks. And tell me, is it a certain community that's doing the shooting? It was an ethnic minority where the husband of the wife, the wife had left him and gone back to her mum and he killed her and her mum. Going back to the gun crime, though, in Birmingham, is it gang related? And if so, which areas is it? It takes place in a very small area um, and it's centred around a McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. A very big McDonald's, um, and and it's the, an area called um, Soho and Hockley. Okay. Right. Sorry. And the, the 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 biggest concern is that right in the middle of this gang area is the po- is the post office's sorting place where lots of people go to deposit their their mail because. Post boxes are cleared by 5.30 around here, and you can post up to 8 o'clock at night there. Well, the thing is, guys, if we don't get a grip of it, we're going to be in trouble, and it's time that they're even talking about putting troops on the street. You know, it's absolutely Mm. ridiculous. The good old-fashioned disciplined society has gone. People have got no respect for the police. The police are scared to stop them in case they're accused of victimization. Um, and it's just got beyond the joke. Now, what I do like, I like our new Home Office Minister, Sajid. Is that his name, Sajid? Uh, Javid. Uh, Javid, yeah, Javid. Javid. His and brother is the police commander in Solihull. Well, there you go. No, he's not mucking about. He's not going to be getting accused of being racist or anything because he says i'm pakistani descent and and i'm sorting this problem out it really needs to be done yeah you got the heart i i don't think that um we have ethnic issues but they're uh, to do with guns but they're nothing to do with either the pakistani or the indian community yeah very much Jamaican oriented. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. We've got we've got hard. Sorry about that. Yeah. And all the policemen should carry guns. If one no, policeman gets no. the worst thing you could ever do. Not. Minimum taser anyway. No, I don't want yeah, to taser, yeah. but a gun is a different thing altogether. We have got policemen in the streets anyway with guns and they've got them in Northern Ireland they never put them away yeah but life was the cause of policemen carrying guns in Northern Ireland is completely different from why you want to, them to carry guns in the U, in the rest of the UK isn't it guns in every policeman's holster pocket whatever you want to call it uh you're just raising the level of uh, violence in society no you're, you're protecting the policeman some policemen would not have died if they'd had guns and haven't fighting with their bare hands recently in london it's time we protected our policemen and if the policemen well, say they don't want to policemen don't agree with you they well, don't time for, time, for, time for them to retire as, as always, we're giving you two points of view so you can make up your own minds. And But I'm just going to give you my point of view on a different topic. Uh, I'm in London on March 23rd. It's to put it's put it to the people march. A million people are expected to be there. Angelica and I will be there somewhere in the million. Um, and that relates to, so if you're in London on the 23rd, you can play... Uh, Try to find Stephen and Angelica in the crowd of one million people, but that brings us on to it. It will make any difference whatsoever. I'm not saying it will, but it's just a, a question of, of people who actually believe in something, doing something symbolic to actually say that they believe in it. Right. Well, if that's the, that's the case, Stephen and I are down there too on the 21st, 22nd. I'm going to stay a day back 
and I'm going to get a bar of clover and I'm going to throw stones at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very kind of you to stay back for a day, but you, you still got to you got to still got to play Where's Wally to find us in the crowd. <laughs> That's, um, just so everybody knows, because uh, I've got the link. I'm not suggesting that you actually join us. That's that's your own decision. Uh, yeah. But there's the link, and there's the route, Peter. I've posted a link to the route, so now you know oh, where you can actually find us. Just one thing, Pete. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. Pete, it's the 20th and 21st, not the 21st and 22nd. Oh, all right, okay. I've got my date. I've got it to my daddy. You're okay. I'm going. Now, listen, what a waste of shoe leather, Stephen. What a waste of shoe leather. It's not happening. You can forget your second vote. Go and go and walk in the fells or something. You'll be better yeah. off. <laughs> it could happen. Just purely, where else could you get an 18 quid return day, day out in London? Tell me. You've got another seven hours in London to enjoy yourself. Correct, John. Button, correct. Correct. <laughs> Anyway, we're going. Anyway, it's good to be part of it. We should, of course, we've managed to get half an hour, halfway through the show, but we've got to mention it because we've only got two more weeks to go. Oh, thank Christ for that! No, it's going to get postponed for six months. Well, it's two and a half. So, John saying six month postponement, Peter. Well, Theresa May is always said the tweet. Not what you want to happen, but what will happen? Yes, well, Theresa May is going to pop up and she goes, I have tried everything to get renegotiated. I have tried the, the parliament and we have no option for the British people to leave on the 29th of March. It will never happen. <laughs> yeah, but why? Is it no deal? No deal, you're saying? They'll just turn around and say, Brussels will not give us a deal that we can agree on, so we're leaving on WTO rules. Oh, like it. Oh, wait, wait, Stephen. There's, there's been a late-breaking move at last by Mr. Jeremy Corbyn, with the help of Conservatives and my. I'm going to Norway. <laughs> yeah, but what, what are we doing? Is it, what are we doing? No, no, Norway. The the option that's being floated as the rescue option is to do the Norway route. That's why I'm going to Norway. because Norway means staying in customs, yep. staying in the area, but not yep. participating or paying massive fees. There was, there was an interview with our Chancellor uh, this morning and he said he'd been screwing away money so that when we do leave, Peter, uh, we won't feel major effects and we're going to cut all tariffs so that everybody can ship in their produce, no tariffs, and it, our farmers, of course, right. will benefit from that. Why yeah. will our farmers benefit from that? They but, won't. Can I just say, maybe you don't, don't, just in case you haven't heard this news, Spain have said to all the expats there, don't worry, you're safe, you're getting to stay, you'll get your health care, everything, don't worry, we'll want you to stay. We're going to look after it's you. conditional on our yeah. government doing this. Yeah. Greece has said, listen, when you come to our airports, we're going to have a separate channel to get you through quickly because we value you. And uh, and there's just been a big order to Britain for something. I can't remember. Nobody's mentioned it in the news. So, listen, look for the positives rather than the negatives in life. And you'll do our country. Well, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get the orange monster. We're going to put him in Downing Street and he's going to build a wall between us and Scotland. That's been good. Right. Okay. Now, there was a question posed. Let's, let's all get a chance to answer. Stephen. I'm looking on the bright side of life. <laughs> I'm always looking on the bright side of life. <laughs> and frankly, I think we will crash out so you're agreeing with me i did I, I i agree that we i i agree with you pete to the extent that it's going to be so up 
that yeah. we will crash out on that date. Well, it's not a crash out. It's kind of a, a, a wrong word to use. We're, we're leaving. All right. And um, we will, um, Article 24. Lots of things out. Well, if we leave, on planes, we'll we'll not move. don't expect to drive a British built Mini next year. Oh, well, yeah. These, yeah. Well, these things so, will just have that's to That's what I think. Stephen, you, you said we're going to be Norway, but there's no way on earth we'll negotiate a Norway in two weeks. No, I, I, I agree with that, but it does keep us in the customs union. That's why I'm in favour. No, um, and, and that's why we'd have the six-month postponement while we're negotiated a Norway thing. So Stephen yeah. thinks it's going to be a postponement? Yeah. Yeah? I, yeah? I would be interested in the people that are looking from abroad to write a comment, see what you think, you know? Well, most of our viewers at the moment are American, so it's <laughs> a replay that uh, we, right. we get. Okay, so, yeah. no, it's, it's, uh, I've always, mark my words, I've always, let me tell you, I don't know if I told you this before, I had a guy uh, phone me in Aberdeen, he said, from the comedy club, he says, Peter, you want to do an interview with Radio 4 with me? And we met, we met this yuppie type guy coming up from London, and he sat down with us from Radio 4. And he says, so what's your view in Brexit? He says, you're an interesting character. And I said, You'll be, we'll be voting out of um, Europe. And he laughed at me. He says, I says, no, sir. See when it does happen. You remember phoning you back? He says, I will. He says, because you're quite an interesting He's never phoned me. Because he's hiding down a hole like an emu. That's why. Blood pressure, blood pressure, blood pressure. Get on that phone, radio phone, because I told you, you're in your little yuppie bubble. Okay. As I said, <laughs> I wonder why I didn't call you back. <laughs> <laughs> only, only 22 days more of pre-Brexit discussion to come, so we've got a couple of shows yeah, to fit in before then. I've got another question about it, guys. Yeah. Whatever happens, what do you think is going to happen to this country after it? No matter which way it goes. Do you think there'll be emergence of new parties? Well, there's going to be, isn't there? Because these people who've left have now applied to be a party, haven't they? Yeah. And they'll have... Bit like the SDP, do you remember back in the day? Yes. The centre party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and never mind the anti-Semitic bits. This is just purely uh, Brexit and uh, Remain. What a divided country. Should we change the first past the post representation? Let's have the Lib Dems back. Um, God, no. <laughs> well, it's like you walking uh, in a waste as well. John. Hello. To our defense. <laughs> what defense? We haven't got one. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an attack either, do we, really, John? I mean, Vince is great, but uh, yeah. Look, my, my granddad, Vince, but just needs to go. Right all the Lib Dems have lost their seats on the local. Where I live, there's um, three three councillors for the parish, whatever you want to call it, constituent, not constituency, but the area anyway. Um, yeah. They're all conservative now. The Lib Dems have gone. We have a conservative member of parliament, and we don't see any of them bar one. I mean, when we had a a, a liberal. A member of parliament who's now in the Lords, by the way, because they didn't want to lose her. Um, she knocked on my door at least three times a year. We've got this bloke in now from the blue team. Um, and uh, he's been in, what, two elections now because she lost the election before last. Never met him. Didn't you see? He never did problem. in the town or anything. Yeah. The problem with the Lib Democrats is they sold their soul to the devil to get into power. They promised people free tuition and then... I never we, we are all aware. We have never forgotten that. 
that's that's this is the problem in life in general people only ever talk about the one percent that goes wrong we very rarely talk about the 99 percent that goes right and that's true of everything right okay i've made such a sweeping generalization i'm then going to go on to uh oh i've done that we've done that okay oh let's change the topic entirely yeah. greg's vegan sausage rolls boost sales for the first time ever greg's have sold over a billion pounds worth of product and it's partly due to the vegan sausage rolls which was a marketing well marvel yeah when's the last time you went to greg's do you have a greg's in town that's the first question we should all be saying yes to this. Yeah, there's Greg's probably. all over the place around here. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Greg's everywhere. In fact, I seen a new one in Inverurie, which is a little town outside Aberdeen. I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. So yeah, they've, they've done their homework, and, and well, the vegans are starting to move in, and you've got to cater for everybody. But the next thing, they won't be happy. There's meat lying next to their vegan sausage roll. That'll be a problem about contamination. Is this vegan so, apartheid, Pete? Yes. <laughs> so the problem is... Segregation. Segregation is the word. In a long term, are going to have a vegan Greg's there and Sausages. another one over there? Because they don't like the... What do we want? Vegans out. When do we want them? In a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but listen, I wasn't I mean, a vegan. quite nicely, except you carry on. <laughs> But no, they've done their marketing, they've catered for a growing, they've catered for a growing, um, not a fad. Well, I, I have a vegan friend, she's very nice, she will not eat anything there. She had a Greg's and she said, tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for on the veggie roll, so. And do you know who's very well, It all tastes like that, John, doesn't it? I mean, I remember having a sausage roll, alleged. The only thing I can say is that I went to a barbecue last year and I said, These sausages are really nice. They're a bit strange tasting, but they're really nice. And then the person cooking on the barbecue said, uh, They're Linda McCartney vegetable sausages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. How about chicken sausages? Well, yeah, we have a butchers called Lashfords around here, and what they do are just weird and off the planet, but they're all pretty good. I do remember uh, a friend of mine, listen to this story, I was a bus driver, and my friend Zoe, I won't say his last name, he was sent over here by the Algerian government to Scone in Persia, where they trained him to fly a pilot, and uh, he didn't go back. And he met a girl up here and he was eating a pie one day and I remember I'm spitting it out and he says, Peter, what's in this? And I clicked on right away. I says, oh, the main ingredient's pork. <laughs> and he went ballistic and he'll never eat one of them again. And um, oh, you should have asked him first. But anyway, so he did. I've only finished in Glasgow once and the one thing yeah. I remember is macaroni cheese pies oh, yeah. we actually get them in chip shops inside but let me tell you about zoe so zoe right uh, i was telling the other bus drivers i says zoe's actually a pilot and this is no way i says he came over here from his government and this is when they come back you're going to be a kamikaze pilot so he never went back and became a bus driver <laughs> well, it's quite a difference. <laughs> quite a difference. Um, but he ended up uh, a pilot in Algeria because he took his son back to to Algeria with him and never took him back. But his son's now back in Aberdeen, and I'm going to find out where he is. I'm going to wait to see him. So that's the story of Zoe. Quite interesting. But he didn't like his pie. Uh, often. So, uh, what about? It's oh, flipping out. What's her name? Fiona Onasanya. What are your thoughts? What does she do? Who is she? She's the MP for Peterborough that 
got sent oh. three months and only served five weeks. Typical. How can I put this nicely? Yeah, you know why she only served five weeks? Why? At the persistence of the House of Commons. Because the sooner she came out, the sooner they could disbar her, put into place the methodology to get rid of her appeal and then dis get her disbarred. Right, and that's okay. the reason she only served five weeks. Out of yeah. how long? Sorry? Out of how long? Three months. Three months. And when did the other guy and his wife get? Well, not more. That's what I can't understand is the bloke that sort of stood up for her, his brother, got worse than she who committed, because they both committed perjury. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what they're doing now is the um, Speaker of the House did it on Monday, uh, he raises a petition and if 10% of the people in Peter, in her constituent Peter, sign the petition, which they can do online by the way, uh, she gets chopped. Yeah, well these people that abuse their authority, I, I watch one in America, uh, cops stop some kids in a car, next thing a car comes along, woman's doing this and she'll really tore into the cops, you can see it on YouTube. I'm the Port Authority, I'm, I'm on the, the Senate. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> and I know the Port Authority. Now she's not on the Port Authority oh, anymore because she's fired. The they made her resign the next day and people abuse their authority like that. They forget there are cameras nowadays and I just love sitting and watching the he was so polite. He was, was he? he said, um, it's it's nothing to do with you. It's between me and the driver of that car. Well, that's they were coming right. to my house. Yeah. So, and I think so. You're going to see whatever you're going to see the chief about this, are you? Oh, well, that's fine. Just to remind you, you're on camera. You know, yeah. and it really, in the month that people have lost their jobs like that. I've seen another councillor woman give my heart and they try every trip. Uh, and interesting, the Bobby had no real problem with the guy doing the car. It was missing some bits and pieces and he'd gone a bit fast. Absolutely. But this, this um, Fiona, if she'd have pled guilty, uh, it would have been uh, three points on a licence and £60. Instead, she's ended up in prison and she's going to lose her highly paid job. So what? She thought she was above the law. Why would you do that? What's the story? Because she thinks she's above the law. I'm an MP. Oh, that's stupid. No, 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 no. That wasn't the story, Peter. Uh, she need she needed to keep a clean driving license. That's well, why what happened. But hey, um, I think you'll find that if you put MP on your insurance documents, the oh, skyrocketed because you're out all hours all right okay well she she got what was coming to her right okay change, change of tempo now right. tish tish has a wish uh see what i mean by isle entertaining which is obviously in relation to today's show and the past episodes as a matter of fact so highly entertaining that if I could find a way to convert to MP3, I'd listen to you guys on road trips. Right. Now, how could we how could we not create an audio version of this show and make it publicly available? So Tish do that with repurposed. Tish. Yeah, Tish, uh, what I'm going to do over the weekend is I'm going to take this year's episodes. With the help of repurpose.io, convert them to audio and then put them so you can actually listen to them anytime you like. I'm not going to go back for 167 episodes, but I will do this year's. Okay, there we are. Good. SoundCloud or iTunes or. You want to go on iTunes? Well, you, you can't. I'm, go I'm going on to iTunes with my podcasting thing as, right. as uh, right. okay. out for me but there's she's also mentioned uh, I, iTunes is the you know the, the vast majority of where people put these things 
but there's also something called SoundCloud. SoundCloud you pay for. iTunes is free. I think it's uh, yeah, I think I think like five in a month or something. Yeah. SoundCloud is more songs than anything. Uh, perceptions everything john's quite right i've got to tell you something today guys do you know what happened to me today i woke up at two o'clock in the morning and i've stayed up and i've seen a guy started chatting to him i know and it ended up because of it going to another bni this morning i haven't slept what's all that about only you will know pete Right, okay, a vote. Just put, raise your hand if you want to be on iTunes with yeah, Dubbing yeah. for Britain. If we're going to Dubbing for Britain. Okay. Pseudo sound, sorry, pseudo podcasty type things. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Not, just, not, in, uh, not until I start behaving. <laughs> Pete, Pete, all you need to do is watch the nine shows that we've done so far this year. Make sure. You... <laughs> right. Okay. I think we're okay with this show. Let's start with this. Well, see what happens. Going forward, going, going, going forward from today. Yeah, the shows that we do will go onto iTunes. All right. The past catalogue will be a private collection open only to people who enjoy our shows and say so and that will be available uh, so you can actually download it and play it yeah because if any of us die you can go back and say remember Pete when he used to say this or Stephen or John that'd be a good idea it's an historical no. it's an historical if not historical archive to bring to bring a bit of cheeriness to it Right, you you've got your audio tish, you've also got us an iTunes going forward. Yeah. Okay. There we but are. it won't be the same, I'll be a little man saying PR behave. <laughs> I've got um I've got to get a SoundCloud account for mine. Yep. So I'll see I'll see if it's something I can share or if I can if I can publish for us on SoundCloud. Brilliant. Um I'll ask I'll ask Charlotte when she turns up later well, on. I'll I, I'll get the MP3s on Google Drive using okay. repurpose. Let me into that bit. Share them with you. Cool, but honest. Okay, let's conquer the world in 2019. Um, okay, we've done Brexit. We've done. All oh, right. Okay. Next. Every time Mark Zuckerberg speaks, somebody writes a blog about it. Uh, but he did outline yesterday the plans for privacy, a privacy-focused Facebook. I just want to read this out. Right, uh, the shift to more intimate communications between smaller groups, making those conversations private, even from Facebook itself, and no longer keeping data for a long period of time, is uh, no doubt designed to address the tech giant's poor track record on privacy. Now we know that all the messenger systems that Facebook owns are all going to merge into one big blob. And the hint is that it's all of that is going to be encrypted. So that when you have a discussion on Messenger or on the other platforms, WhatsApp, etc., it will be totally private. WhatsApp is at the moment, isn't it? Yep, it's encrypted. But Messenger. Oh, I, I do think it's a I do think it's a good idea that if you're if you really are going into a group and you wanted to keep private although not breaking the law private facebook would have to monitor for that right um i think it's a good idea knowing that things were not able to get leaked or anything like that although they could do it but but not so accessible if you want to talk confidentially what are you talking about there's a security but you can't have a a, a sort of a vague idea of privacy about this, that, and the other. It's a binary thing. It's either private or it's not. And you, not like you're only conservative. You've like been about this for so long. You just don't understand the issue, Pete, and you're spouting off as per usual. 
Go on, go on, jump, jump, jump. I know, I'm going to put Key somewhere to wind him up with. Oh, good. People are going to listen to this now and they're going to think, right, okay. The, the situation is, is, it is binary, Stephen says, you're either encrypted or not. If you're encrypted, then facebook can't get at you and theoretically neither can the hackers but also if you are encrypted the government can't see it and therein lies the major problem with all this in that the government like need on our behalf to be able to uh, monitor conversations and look using ai for things that sh they should know about and Encrypting things doesn't work in favor of governments. Now, you should say that everything I say is private. It's nothing to do with the government. That's one stand. The second stand is that if you make a private communication channel, which can't be read by anybody else, then you are opening it up for use by terrorists. Yeah. And you gangs see. and criminals and all the miscreants in the world can have private conversations which nobody knows note about. He said, yeah, coming from see. Lancashire. What is me? What worries me is the government. Yes, they've got to look after our security. But what I don't like about some governments, they go one step further to use it to their advantage when they shouldn't. And also, uh, certain social media using it to their advantage um, in their ways like shutting down free speech and things, you know, all these sorts of things. Yeah, so it's a difficult, I used to trust my government. I don't think I trust them anymore. Big brother, you're listening. I used to. You probably are, mate. Yeah. All right, reports on the ongoing Devizes Council versus Wiltshire Council. A debacle where Wiltshire Council has said that car park. <laughs> this is politics. I'm going politics. It is breaking park, news. It is breaking news. It's only happened this week. Right. Okay. Right. This is a true story. Um, basically, the centre of Devizes has parking for 77 cars. I'm No, no, in the, in the centre. Town centre parking. And it's, it's not owned by a supermarket. Sainsbury's have got theirs. So there's parking around the town. But this is where people park and they are literally five meters from the shops. So people come in, park for half an hour and then just go away. The Wiltshire County Council said, uh, we want to hand it off to Devizes Council, but the two conditions, either you get rid of the parking altogether or you charge 70 pence an hour. Yeah. And the people of Devizes, well, first of all, Devizes Council said, yeah, okay, we'll take it over. We'll just get rid of the parking. The people of Devizes, however, uh, led by an independent, oh, sorry, independent candidate for councillor and a couple of other people decided that no, Devizes wanted to keep its parking. And they did a campaign, which is on Facebook, and it galvanised a few hundred, that's all you need, a few hundred people on Facebook to actually uh, meet up in Devizes last Saturday. And coincidentally, our town councillors were in Devizes and there was a great big, in, in, this, in the centre at the same time, great big table with people signing the petition, uh, keep our car park. And then there were 10 councillors off to the side, all with clipboards, willing to take notes about it uh, and discuss it. Anyway, end result is, and this is good news, is that Devizes Council have now decided to stand up to Wiltshire Council, tell them where to go, this is what we're going to do. And everybody's happy, we hope. What? Which is what? Come on, you can't lead us down that path. <laughs> <laughs> a half the area is still is still free parking. Okay. Yeah. Right. And with that, we're coming up to the hour, so it's over to John. Um, Unless you've got any other business. We were just discussing. That's what they do at council meetings, isn't it? Any other business? We were I just think you've left that far too late to talk to us. There's a really great article about 
uh, Huawei and the Chinese government on the BBC. And uh, mm. I've put the link in the team chat on the left. Um, I think you'd all find it quite an interesting story. Mm -hmm. um, so we've come to the end. The end is nigh and uh, all of those other things. So um, it's going to be goodbye from Wiltshire with their 50% freeze parking still available in Devizes Square. It's going to be goodbye from Scotland with our rampant, ranting, raving loony. Um, <laughs> Uh, have you seen some of his own individual lives lately? They're a bit, I'm not quite sure. He keeps calling them trials. Um, and he seems to be in contempt of court when he's doing his trials. And then with our fascinating friend from the land of uh, palm trees in Stoke-on-Trent. Uh, so it's goodbye to you all and we'll see you all in a week's time. Bye. Final, final question, John. How's Celia? Oh, Celia's all right, except she's got one of these snotty nose infections at the moment, so she's grumpy. But uh, heart-wise, fingers crossed, everything appears to be fixed. Excellent. As Plumbing for Britain heads off and towards iTunes, we say goodbye for now. In the direct. More iTunes. Bye. <laughs> it's a wrap. Okay. <laughs>